Hey, this is Ethan McNeil. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Me and my brother-in-law, Trent Keith, sell real estate together here in Indiana. If you enjoy our podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review and subscribe to our channel after you finish listening. Thanks! stuff today we have questions news a mm-hmm. drawing yes for all of you who uh, put forth the effort to be in our drawing yep and ending quotes for the day so yeah where are we gonna start uh, normally we start with the news because that's like the most important thing eye-catching thing we eye-catching <laughs> uh, <laughs> attention-grabbing thing we do right no no, no we just do that just no to fill in a little time, actually. That's right. <laughs> Let people come on. There you go. Okay, what are our news stories? I didn't... Wait, here, there I'll do the go. first you one because I don't know the other one. So the Colts won against the Texans. That's good because they lost against Tennessee the, the week before. They are not the division leaders, though, are they? They're tied for it now. Tied. Because, okay. Texans, because Tennessee lost again. Oh, I didn't won. see that. So... Yeah. Yeah, well, they definitely should make it to the playoffs this year, I think. But I guess there's no definites in the NFL. No. That's why people watch each week. So. Especially if Philip Rivers is your quarterback. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah. say anything about it. <laughs> no comment. Uh-huh. Uh, and IU football won last weekend with their backup quarterback, they beat wow. number 16, Wisconsin. So that was a big win for them. So yep. that was good. What else? Any other sports? No. Man, that's no. I haven't heard anything about the uh, the NCAA, have you? I've, are they still planning on doing college basketball? They're playing, but they're having um, pretty high-profile coaches saying they shouldn't keep playing. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I have more faith in college football because they're like more spread out and they're outside. I feel like college basketball, they could have more, people would be more kind of against that because they're like, you know, you're right up in their faces, guarding them, fouling them. I'm not going to say what I think about all this. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I could see why they would give it more trouble. <laughs> uh, Okay, on to our questions. So, if you haven't done this with us before, join uh, join us. For, for one, you got to join us. But if you are live with us on Facebook or Instagram, comment with a question, real estate question, and we will answer it live as well as these other questions. And if you're just joining us, I see we have two people on Facebook. Um, we are going to be doing those contest giveaways here shortly, so stay tuned. Okay, that was my quick announcement. You, okay. you can go for the first question. <laughs> okay, first question. Can I get a loan on a single wide trailer? Mm. <laughs> 
Can we eat cookies while we're doing our live? If it's not your question, I guess. Mercy we made these cookies. Christmas cookies, so I thought I would share them with wow. everybody. I think eating in front of this is the COVID. Is with no, this is the COVID way you share your food. You show them what you're oh. eating. You can't give it to them in person anymore. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, okay, back to the question. Can I get a loan on a single white trailer? If it's a used single white trailer by itself, probably not. You might be able to get a personal loan for a trailer. But anyway, um, if you get land with a trailer, you might be able to get a loan uh, for what the land's worth. But most single white trailers are not going to bring you value to be able to get a loan on. But the only way you're going to get anything accomplished with a single, with a single white is to deal with your local bank that you deal with uh, consistently. Yep. Sometimes they can help you, whether it be a personal loan or a land loan or whatever be the case. Um, that will be your only option. You would not be able to go through like a mortgage company or a government loan on a mm -hmm. single wide used trailer. So yep. talk to your local bank yep person that's right yep yeah anytime you need specialty loans your local bank is normally a place to go to versus versus a mortgage broker all right next question what do i do if i really like a house all except for the kitchen well you remodel the kitchen there there you go <laughs> i answered that question quickly uh no for real when you're going through a house um, look at, um, obviously look at what it is now, um, if you can live with what you have, what they have now, but also think about maybe in five years, um, what are some updates you could do, um, that you would make it more what you want it to be. You're probably never going to find that perfect house. So always keep in mind that, Hey, we might be settling for a kitchen we don't love right now, but in five to 10 years, we're going to be able to completely remodel the kitchen and um, then it's going to be our dream home so um yep don't be don't be thrown off by a bathroom or a kitchen or something that needs remodeled um as long as the structure is good and and you can live with what it is right now uh or for now or you have the money to remodel it right away there you go all right next question what if i'm trying to buy a house but the inspector finds the roof needs replaced Thank the inspector for finding out the roof needs replaced before you bought it. Mm -hmm. That'd be the first thing to do. Then you got different options. One is you can just fix the roof yourself after you've bought it, pay for it out of your own pocket. You can write up a response to the inspection and ask the seller to pay for the roof that needs replaced. Or you can write up anything in between in the process of maybe splitting the cost or um, getting a percentage knocked off or whatever be the case um, but that is something that you will you will want to work out with your realtor because you can definitely work in hopefully a little bit towards the new roof if not the whole thing when you're buying a piece of property but it all comes down to how bad you want the property and how workable the seller is if you can get anything towards the replacement of that roof yep yeah, just because something needs fixed on a house doesn't mean it's the end of the deal if the nope. seller is workable. All right. 
Next question. I found a house I like, but the floors. Boy, these are all about repairs, aren't they? Mm -hmm. I found a house I like, but the floors are uneven or wavy. What do I do? <sighs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go on to the next question. <laughs> um, so, there's all kinds of, of reasons why your floors could be uneven or wavy. They could be natural reasons that it's an older house and it's settled. Or it could be um, reasons that mean you need to run away from that house. There's some foundation issues. So you're going to need to rely on an inspector and you're going to need to rely on a contractor. And um, as long as it's not a major issue, a lot of times um, uneven floors can be fixed um, for the right price. Um, but if it is a foundation issue and the house has problems with the foundation, um, that's normally something most people don't want to get into um, and if the seller is not willing to repair them just like the roof then you should probably move on yep all right next question <laughs> hey here's one that's not a repair that needs done so can I make an offer below asking price in our current market well sure you can make an offer below asking price you may not get the <laughs> property but um, in the kind of market we have right now, it all depends on how long the property has been listed. Um, there are ones out there that's been listed for a while for various reasons. And if that's one of them, there may be a good chance of offering a lower price has a possibility uh, for you. The ones that just get put on the market, most of the time you cannot offer a lot less until you see what's going to happen with that property. So. Um, sure, you can always do that. Will it work? Not necessarily. You just have to see. You have to take it on a case-by-case -case basis mm -hmm. and use your realtor's wisdom on properties in the area and how long it's been on the market to find out what your chances are of getting yeah. a property that way. Yeah. Yeah, especially in, if it's a hot market, which it's been most of this year, you are in, if it's a newer house you probably are going to miss out on that house if you offer less than asking price so that's just depends on the market okay next question who would know where my septic field is at my house outside of town um <clears throat> for your best option is to ask the seller um the previous owner um, of your house. If they don't know, then you can go to the building department um, and ask them if they have anything on file or on record of where that septic tank or uh, system was located. That is your best bet and sometimes you still hit a dead end after that and then you just kind of, let's see, actually no, I've heard of people paying a company to come and locate it. I think you can also do that. If, if those end in dead ends, you can um, pay a plumber or um, somebody to come and find the septic tank for you, but that could get expensive. So, there yep. you go. Used to the building department and health department were together. Now they're separated. So the building department's in the courthouse and the health department is south of the courthouse. And you actually have to go to the health department now instead mm. of the building department that used to be all together. So mm. John Reeves and the health department's the one you'd want to talk to. Mm -hmm. If it's after the mid-70s, you have a chance of him having a, a picture of it. If it's before the mid-70s, 
you don't have much of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely, if the people that sold know where it's at, that's your best route. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. What does it mean when a property is landlocked? It means you got to unlock it. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That means that the property has other parcels or properties around it that block it from access to a road. So the only way to fix a landlocked property is to get an easement through another road or to buy a property that's connected to that property in another road. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I guess if you have good relationships with a neighbor and they'll let you use part of their property going on out, you can do that. But if you go to sell it, it has to be legally recorded for someone to have the ability to do that. So um, landlock just means that you do not have a property that's connected to a road or any kind of access in without going through someone else's property. So that's all it means. And while I was answering that, Mercy was bringing in our names for our yes. drawing today. So we will have a winner before the day's out. Actually, yes. we'll have three winners. Three winners. Wow. Man, yeah. Are we generous or what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I will, was going to make a note, too. It is, uh, I don't know if illegal is the right word, but you're not allowed to sell um, or buy property that is landlocked. Um, in Indiana, that is something that should not happen. Not that it doesn't happen, but it should not happen. The title company shouldn't allow that. The uh, the realtor involved shouldn't allow that. So um, that's something to keep in mind that you can't actually sell a property that's landlocked unless you get an easement um, to it, or you're selling to a neighboring. But um, I got a good deal parcel. buying it from the land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Um, I got to record. That. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have. Yeah, I've actually sell, sold a landlocked property, but it was okay because we were selling it to a neighbor who had access to the road, so we go. were good. All right. <laughs> I don't know how it got landlocked originally, though. Yeah, who knows? All right. So that was probably before the internet. They didn't realize they couldn't landlock property. There you That's go. Okay. Last question. Do I need to get a survey if I'm building a new structure and I'm not sure where my property line is? No, not really. Just go ahead and build a structure. And as long as you think you might be on your property, <laughs> just think about that question for a second and I think it'll answer uh, itself. No, you should not build a prop, uh, building on property you don't know if it's your property or not. Uh, that will get you in trouble. Um, yes. If you don't know where your property lines are and you plan on doing anything on that land, you should get a survey, at least get a boundary survey or some sort of um, markings or uh, find some oh no, old survey that tells what kind of markings to look for, something um, so that you know where your property lines are. Um, sometimes it's obvious, um, but sometimes it's not. So, well, What about what I've heard of, but what if I don't have the money for the survey? Then, then wait to build <laughs> until you do. My comment is then how are you building? Yeah. Uh, surveys are not fun to spend money on, I don't think. They're, 
there goes a couple thousand dollars and you just find out what you already own. But they are necessary. There you go. So you have to. Yep. All right. We do not have a specific highlighted listing this week, but yes. keep in touch with us um, if you're looking for something and we have something coming up. We will let you know as soon as we get it listed online. We could just tease you guys with, with the properties we have pending. That way you could see like what you missed out on. We should start doing that. That would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like this cookie. <laughs> uh. All right, so we're ready for our drawing for the day. Yes. Drawings. All right, so let's talk about the contest. Okay, let's hear it. This week, this past week, we had two contests going on. One was show us your Christmas tree. And we had a bunch of people enter into that one. The other one was share with us your favorite Christmas tradition. And we had a bunch of people enter in on that one. The Christmas tradition, we're going to draw one name from here and you could win a hand. We're going to draw two names from the Christmas tree uh, picture contest. And you, um, each name is going to win a $15 gift card. So there's three winners today. You want to talk about what we the contests we have for starting today and next week? I was thinking what I should talk about is we don't get to put our names in here. So like if no. I wanted to win a ham, I don't have a chance to no. win a ham. But that's since, that's since we're paying for the prizes, you could just go oh, <laughs> okay. go buy the ham <laughs> and give it to yourself. Okay, if you put it that way. Uh, <laughs> All right, for next week. We're going to do two new drawings, actually three new drawings, and um, it's going to be two contests. One is going to be your best or worst Christmas gift ever, mm. and that can be you, that you've given or received, either one, the best or worst. That cookie good? <laughs> so that's the one, and that one we're going to draw two $15 gift cards for your best or worst Christmas gift. So go on and put your best or worst Christmas gift. The other one is your favorite Christmas movie quote. That's hard. Because mm -hmm. like I know my favorite Christmas movies, but mm -hmm. like quotes out of the movies, I don't remember those kind of things. Just make it up. Oh, you just make it up? Yeah. Well, we're not going to check it out. <laughs> no. We're going to watch the movie and see if it's really in no. there. So. Other people might say, hey, that's not a good quote. <laughs> anyway, the other drawing is for your favorite Christmas movie quote, and that is for a ham. Yeah. So those will be going on from, we'll put those on shortly after um, we get off of this live. And those will be going all the way till noon next Wednesday. And then we'll do drawings for those. And then we have a grand prize of everybody's name that entered these four contests. And they are going to win some sort of meat package from We Think Rice's quality yes. meat farm. But we haven't nailed that down yet. We probably ought to work on that. So, all right. What, oh, that was, yeah, I, didn't, I left that one out. See how I am? Okay. I mentioned that. Oh, I wanted them to know that it's a grand prize. Okay, you're going to draw first. This is yep. for a $15 gift card. Whew. That's right. All right. $15 goes to Ruthie Wilson. Oh, no, focus there, like, camera. <laughs> I don't think blurry. it can. 
Ruthie Wilson, you have won a $15 gift card. We will uh, message you and you can swing by our office anytime to pick up that gift card. Okay. Now here's the other $15 oh, gift card. Okay. It's the same card. So. Okay. I got it, I got it, I got okay. it. Okay. Tiffany Kropak, I believe. K-R-O-P-A-C-K. Kropak, Kropak. Tiffany, you are the winner of the other $15 gift card. Whoa, whoa. There we go. Two right. winners. Now we're ready for the last one. Now this one is for the ham. Is that the right one? Christmas you switched ham. for us. What? Favorite Christmas tradition. Yep. Yeah, am I drawing that one too? Yeah. Here we go. You're sticking together. Oh. Okay. Okay. Missy Bear Hunt. Missy Bear Hunt. You are the big winner today of the ham. Yay. You won the ham. Missy Hunt. So we will have your prize here at the office. Yes. Right? Yep. We'll message you and then you can uh, swing by. Our office hours are from 9 to 5 throughout the week and 9 to 2 on Saturday. So we'll try and have um, the prizes here for you to pick up. There's something else. Oh, our quotes. Yeah, we got to end with our quotes. Sure. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in for our 20 plus minute show this week is a little longer but we finally come to the end there you go you share your quote first. okay my quote uh, is by some guy i am probably going to butcher <laughs> his name um uh, oh Calu. yeah the quote is the things you do for yourself are gone when you are gone but the things you do for others remain as your legacy and i thought that was a good quote by Kalu. Nedgui Kalu. <laughs> I don't know about the. It's Kalu Kalu, really. That's easier than. His middle name is hard. Okay. My ending quote just because we're real estate agents, you know. Mm -hmm. Real estate cannot be lost or stolen, nor can it be carried away. Purchased with common sense, paid for in full, for, in full, and managed with reasonable care. It is about the safest investment in the world. Wow. Franklin Roosevelt. That's good. There you go. So call us and buy some real estate. That's right. It's the safest investment in the world, according to the... Mr. Roosevelt. Yeah. I was going to name what number of president he is, but I actually don't know that. So <laughs> it's just going to guess. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Have a great week. Yep. See you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new. If you have some of your own questions you'd like to ask us, then please send an email to questions at keithreality.net. That's questions at keithreality.net. And we'll see if we can't answer your questions on our next show. See you next time.